from a nightmare Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Studio in downtown Belmont, Pennsylvania The state of independence worldwide That's National Intel Report on Republic Broadcasting Network Liberty Lighthouse on Mojo Five O Radio and Patriot Nation Radio Network, I am Peter Seraphine, your host for the next two hours of common sense and constitutional discussion. In just a second, we've got a guest joining us. Mr. Joe Lombardi from Ironhawk Financial is going to sit with us for the first hour. And to start out the second hour, I've got a big announcement to make. So uh, you're going to want to stick around and hear that in the second hours, but you know, as I said, I have a guest, so let's bring him in, Mr. Joe Lombardi, Iron Hawk Financial. Welcome to National Intel Report and Liberty Lighthouse. Thanks for having me. So, I got to tell you, when you're, um, I don't know who it was, somebody contacted me and said, hey, do you want to have Joe on your show? And it said that you were an insurance guy. I ignored that email. And then... They sent another one, and in the second inter- second email, there was a link to a to an interview that you did. I'm like, all right, I'll watch the I'll watch it. You know, so I watched the the interview, listened. Really, I don't watch; I just listen. And I thought, hey, this guy talks about a lots of stuff that's not insurance, and it could be fun. So, props to you for not being the typical insurance guy. I appreciate it. <laughs> But before we move on, why don't you give uh, give the listeners a little bit about you and Ironhawk Financial? What makes you different? And um, you know, you've got a a mile of accolades and awards and stuff. And I didn't bother to write them down because I'm a lazy host. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, so uh, I'm Joseph Lombardi. I'm the owner and founder of Ironhawk Financial. I've been in business for 20 years. I've won 27 industry awards. I also was featured as uh, on the cover of the top 40 advisors in the country under 40 years old. I'm a published author. I have three books on Amazon Kindle if you like to listen. Uh, They're $4.99. If you want them for free, uh, I will definitely send them to you. Uh, one is called Being Your Own Bank. The other one is There's a Better Way Than the 401k. And my third book is Long-Term Care Without Long-Term Pains. Um, I also was featured in International Business Times, Business Insider, and Market Insider. I have over 1,600 clients across the country, including the great state of Pennsylvania. And I have over a billion dollars of protection and rollovers that I've done in my career. I'm five-star rated on Google. I'm A-plus rated on the Better Business Bureau. And my number one goal is to make you money. Nothing wrong with that. I, I was about to cut you off. It was starting to sound a little bit like bragging. <laughs> All right. Now, I did warn you that this is a live call-in show. So as a live call-in show, you never know who's going to call in and what they might have to say. 
So get your dialing fingers ready out there. It's 512-248-8252 to call in and get on air and ask Mr. Joe Lombardi a question or two. And if you prefer not to be on air, but you still have comments you want to make, you can do that by texting 64 my rights. That's six four six nine seven four 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 eight seven. All right, Joe. So I'm fifty. Be fifty one in just a couple of weeks. As far as I can tell, I still got twelve, thirteen years before I can retire. But I've been working since I was fourteen years old. I'm done. I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. But I have to. I'm in a pretty good situation here. I uh, I got enough money to cover all my expenses. My only debt is my mortgage. I have mortgage and a second mortgage. I pay on them every penny I have. Like every, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to get paid tomorrow. So tonight, I'll look in my 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 checking account, and whatever I've got left in my checking account gets thrown at the mortgage. I I suspect. I plan that I will be debt-free in four years. I'm a disabled vet, so I got, you know, 500 a month-ish coming in from the VA. I'll get my Social Security. I'll get my retirement from the United States Postal Service. But I still think I, I need to do more. Like, I see all of these people out there that are living on fixed incomes after retirement that just can't make it without... I've got a big, beautiful house, and I don't want to lose it until I'm ready to lose it. No, eventually I'm going to want to sell it because it's three stories and I'm old. But what are some? I I know you can't give financial advice, you know, on the air to everybody. But what are some general things to 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 look at and consider in this world? So you just explained a very typical client. So. I have a team across the country, um, almost 100 uh, people that I work with, whether they're lawyers, accountants, CPAs, attorneys, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, uh, budget guys. So I think what a strategy for you, if you want to accelerate the payment of your mortgage quicker, is you can do a home equity line of credit, open up a HELOC, has to be revolving, Mm -hmm. and you can chunk out a piece of the home equity line to pay off your primary. Now, most people would say, well, why would I do that when I'm being charged 4% interest? Why would I take out a home equity line at nine? That doesn't make any sense. I I was that person. It took, took me two years to actually grasp this concept. My fourth book is on this concept. So what you do is take the home equity line, you move all your paychecks from the bank to the home equity line. Let's say you owe you have a three hundred thousand dollars house and you owe fifty grand. Just making up stuff. What you could do is you could do a home equity line for let's say thirty grand, okay? And you take ten of it and chunk down your mortgage, and then you take your paychecks, you put them into your home equity line. What most Americans do is they leave their money in their checking and savings accounts. Do you know who makes all the money when you leave your money in a checking and savings accounts? That would be the bank. And you know how the bank makes money? They do it through fractional lending. So Mm -hmm. you deposit a dollar, they take that dollar, and they lend that $1 to 20 different people. 
<laughs> and they just keep making profit as people pay their interest on your money that you earn nothing on. So the old saying is a dollar saved is a dollar earned. So if I can pay off your mortgage, say a couple years sooner, by doing a home equity line, putting all your money into the home equity line, leaving nothing in the bank, moving all your bills to one day of the month. Well, why would I do that, Joe? By moving all your bills to one day of the month, you only have to transfer your money from your HELOC to your bank one day, one day a month, two days a month. What does that matter? Well, if all that money is going into your checking, or excuse me, into your HELOC, that's lowering the interest that you're paying. And then if you're moving money from your HELOC to the bank on a revolving home equity line of credit, you're only paying interest on the money that you actually take out of it. Mm -hmm. So if the money is being put in once a week and taken out once a month, you're not paying 9%. You're paying two thirtieths of 9%. Right. So you're paying less than a point. <laughs> So now you're able to pay off your house faster. You're not making the banks all this revenue and money that they're not including you on that profit. And you're able to get out of debt a lot faster. Right. Well, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm a pretty unique character. I, uh, I got really lucky not long ago. So I had my mortgage, big, beautiful house, paid 52 grand for it Oof. because it had been vacant for 10 years and the pipes had burst. And there was no seller's disclosure about how old the roof was or anything like that. So nobody was willing to, to pay money. So I got it for 52 grand. Um, my mortgage is, is uh, right about 3%. And it's, you know, I think I'm down to 14000 that I owe at 3%. But when I bought the house, well, you know, it needed a roof and it needed new pipes and it needed all this other stuff. So I took out a HELOC, I got myself that home equity line of credit. And, uh, well, a couple of years ago, year and a half ago ish, I don't know, whenever the interest rates started going through the roof, I went back to my bank and I'm like, Hey, look, I got all this money on this variable rate HELOC and I'm really scared. What can I do? And they said, oh, well, we'll just renew it as a new HELOC. I'm like, okay, what's that do for me? So, well, that means you get that extra super low introductory interest rate for a year. And then at the end of the year, you can choose to lock it in at today's rate. Like, okay, sounds good to me. So that's what I did. Then couple weeks, couple months. I don't know. I have no sense of time. I'm old. Shortly thereafter, I'm sitting on my front porch with a big fat cigar. And I see one of my neighbors walk into his car carrying like a big framed picture. I'm like, hey, Mike, what are you doing? Oh, just getting some more stuff out of the house. What do you mean? Well, the wife and I had to had to move into a one-story apartment. We can't do the stairs anymore. Going to have to sell the house. Really? And he goes, yeah. You know, I paid 50-something for it back in 1996, but I haven't been able to do any maintenance or upkeep or anything on it. I've been working two jobs this whole time. And 
I don't know what I'm going to get for it. I'm thinking to myself, you paid 50 grand. I might be able to buy a house for 50 grand. Another house for 50 grand. So I come, I go inside and I talk to the wife and I'm like, hey, what do you think about, what, what, why don't we buy this and rent it out? She's like, okay. So I call Mike, I call Mike up and I'm like, hey, Mike, can I see the house? He's like, sure, the door's open, just go in. It's two doors down. So I walk over, I look in, and in my head, I'm thinking, 10 grand to make this a nice place again. So I call him up, and I said, all right, Mike, where are you in the whole selling it process? He's like, I haven't talked to anybody, don't have an appraisal, haven't got a real estate agent, anything like that. Wife and I were just thinking 45. And I said, well, I just walked through, and I'm thinking it's going to cost me 10 to make it livable again for a new tenant or something like that. Would you take 40? And he goes, hold on a minute. Hey, on. I buy the house for 40 grand. Holy. So I write a check out of my HELOC for $40,000. Now, my intention at this time is to turn it into a rental property. But in my head, I'm thinking, now I've got all this debt. You know, I already had like 40 grand on my HELOC, and now I just put in another 40 grand on the HELOC, and I hate debt. So I start taking pictures. I take all of his old crap out, haul it to the dump, and rip out the nasty carpet. And, you know, a couple, I start the cleanup process and I start taking pictures and putting them online. And I said, hey, come give me $80,000. You can have this house or waiting until I do the work and it's going to be more. Immediately, my phone starts ringing. So I sell the house after owning it for literally three weeks for 80 grand. But wait, there's more. I don't like capital gains tax. So I sold it, owner financed, 15 years, 5% interest, penalty if you pay it off within two years, which is when the capital gains is nasty. So I now have $601 a month coming to me from this other person which pays my HELOC payment. Gone. And then I put what I was already paying on the HELOC. In. So the year, the introductory year goes up. I lock it in. Four and a half percent for five years. And I'm paying more than a monthly payment every month. So I'm thinking... Three and a half, four years, it'll be gone. And then I've got, you know, 12 years or so of $601 a month coming in from this other person. <clears throat> I've got my 401, well, I'm sorry, post office doesn't call it a 401k plan. It's a thrift savings account. It's a freaking 401k. But I also get, you know, a little bit of a pension from the post office and social security and disability and all this. Like, if I were to retire based on, you know, chart everything out as to what it'll probably be in 12 years, I'd be bringing home pretty much what I'm bringing home now. That seems pretty legit, right? It's not shabby. Right. 
I'm still worried. Well, you have to be. You have inflation to worry about. Yeah. You have increased taxation to worry about. You have a market correction to worry about. You have interest rates increasing to worry about. That's what most of my clients' biggest fears are. And well, my strategies addresses all those. Okay. My biggest fear is the tax liability of it all. Oh, yeah. So I've started putting money into a Roth. It's okay. My, I think a rich person's Roth better. You have a computer in front of you, just go to rich person's Roth Forbes. And uh, there's a lot of really good information right from Forbes about it. An article written in 2018, article written in 2020. Pardon me while I write that down. Yeah, rich, rich person's Roth is a, is a way better strategy than a Roth IRA. There's no 59 and a half year rule, 10% penalty, FILO, first and last out, which means if I put in money, I need it before I'm 59 and a half. They tax me and penalize me on a so-called tax-free account. Mm-hmm. Um, you have very expensive 12B1 fee, Class A share fund fee, money management fee, annual account fee. Um, so what, what the rich person Roth can do for you is it builds a foundation. You know, it has long-term care, has life, disability, chronic illness, terminal illness, tax-free. The strategy I'm referencing has been averaging over 15% a year for the last 20 years, tax-free. Uh, smokes any type of investment you can find unless you want to go to the casino or bet on a football game. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it really is. It's, it's what I have all my clients doing. And then if you take your, your thrift savings account, I could throw it in an account that you cannot lose. It's been averaging 13% over the last 10 years, which is the worst 10-year period in this strategy where the best average 22%. Um, and that's both strategies use contracts, calls, puts, stops, warrants, futures, which I know I'm speaking Chinese to 99% of people when I talk like this. But yeah. it, it used to be a $5 million threshold to get in. You know, these major AAA-rated 175-year-old uh, insurance companies, uh, which survived Civil War, World War One, Great Depression, <laughs> World War Two, safest place to put your money. Not it's better than gold and silver. Um, when you take a look at this strategy compared to what I call a naked qualified account, which is just a IRA, a four hundred one k, a SEP, simple pension, TSA, you're going to lose when the market goes down. You're not right. my strategy. You know, and then trying to build a, a pile of tax-free money. You know, most of my clients are very cognizant that in the 1980s, the highest marginal tax rate was 70% here, not in Switzerland. Here, it was 91% in the 1960s. And we didn't, we didn't owe 300 trillion dollars because our national debt's about 34 trillion. Social Security's like 30 trillion. Medicare's like 40 trillion. U.S. unfunded liabilities is $211 trillion. Every working American owns the Fed $2 million if we were to pay off all our debt this moment. And it's going up a lot every second of the day. Yeah. Constant. So you have to diversify your market exposure, your taxation, and your liquidity. Tying up your money if you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s for 40, 50 you know, 20 years is idiotic. It's making sure, there you go, you got it right there, usdebtclock.org. If you look at the bottom, which nobody really looks at, the bottom right, you can see we owe $211 trillion in U.S. unfunded liabilities, $40 trillion in Medicare, and 26 Social Security. So Almost every 
every non-working American owes 629,000, but you have no multiply that by 2.6. Because if you go up top, you can see the difference between what a working American owes and what a citizen owes is 100 grand for the citizen and 260 for the taxpayer. Yeah. And only 40% of Americans actually pay taxes. 60% of Americans are the children, stay at home, they just don't file, or they're older, they're retired. So you got 40% of the population paying for 100% of the debt. And people are dumping money in 401ks and IRAs. It is the most stupidest thing you can do long-term, given our current economics system. It's, it's oh, yeah. idiotic. All right. So we all know the world is going to crash. And I, and I want to talk about that in just a minute. But first, try to pay a bill. Uh, you know, we all need doctors eventually. And if you don't like your doctor being one of them uh, follow the CDC woke recommendations every time you turn around, I recommend the wellness company. It's TWC.health. And if you use code Lighthouse when you're there, I'll save you some money. You can get doctors and pharmacists that didn't fall for the woke agenda. They didn't push the, uh, the COVID stuff on people that didn't want it. These are doctors and pharmacists and pharmacies that... Uh, Put your health and your independence first. TWC.health. Use code Lighthouse. I'll save you a little bit of money. Thank you very much. Okay, so what I always tell people, especially here on the show, when they call in at 512-248-8252, when they call in, we talk about, like, okay, everybody knows that the U.S. greenback, the paper dollar that we carry around in our wallet, is worthless. It's not tied to any physical asset. The government just goes click, 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 click on a computer whenever they want more money, which brings up another point. We'll get to that in just a second, too, I'm sure. But whenever they want more money, they just print it. And every time they print more money, our money is worth less. So eventually, it's all going to come crashing down. Like, we're going to wake up one day, and it's, you know, Weimar, Germany, or early 90s Soviet Union, where all of a sudden the $1.50 that I normally spend on a loaf of bread, well, that loaf of bread is now $350. It's just going to happen. We know it's going to happen. And unless the people in D.C. stop printing money like it's paper, there's nothing else that can stop it. To, To use Milton Friedman. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. Okay, so we're right up to the commercial break. But I want you to think during the commercial break, what do we need when that happens? When we wake up and a loaf of bread is $350, what are the things that we need to have around us? And how do we survive both short-term and mid-term and long-term? I have ideas. I have what I think is going to be the new monetary system in the short-term, in the mid-term. Long-term, you never know. But I want you to think about those things for just a minute. And... uh We've talked about it on the show a couple of times. So maybe somebody will call in and 
quote me back to my, to myself and say, well, you said. And uh, you can do that, too. At the other side of the break, call in 512-248-8252 or text 64-by-right, 646-974-4487. And don't forget, at the top of the second hour, so about 35 minutes from now, big announcement that you're going to want to hear. I'm not saying a good announcement or a bad announcement. A big announcement. Be back in three minutes, my friends. When I get there One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. 
Peter Serafee. Please remember, free speech is not free, and these free speech networks, well, they need your help. They're all listener-supported, so use their product codes or promo codes. For example, if you go to MyPillow.com and use code LIGHTHOUSE, you get the same discounts as if you used anybody else's promo code. So why not help the little guy? So use our promo codes, buy our merchandise, and you know, the easiest thing that you can do, the free thing that you can do that's the biggest help possible, share out links to what you're watching and listening to. Tell your friends, your family. Word of mouth is by far the best advertising. Because Lord knows that none of the algorithms help us out. We're talking with Joe Lombardi, founder of Ironhawk Financial. And right before the break, I asked him, short-term, long, mid-term, long-term, what do we need to have when, well, pardon the French, but when the shit hits the fan, the, the fit should, I don't know, there's a cute way of saying that without gussing, but I can't remember what it is right now. I've always said that when we wake up that day, and, and our, our paper money is just completely worthless. The first things that we that, that are going to be used as currency are medicines, alcohol, tobacco, and ammunition. And then, once those needs are settled, then it's going to turn to precious metals. And then an honest-to-goodness monetary system established by a government at some point down the future. That, that's my prediction. You're the financial guy. Am I completely crazy? I mean, historically you are, but given our current world where we're in, I can totally understand. I've heard that sentiment a hundred times. And when you take a look at a complicated scenario, as you explained, you have to take a look at history to basically guide you to what you should do. Now, what I tell my clients who ask me that very question, because I work with a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives, a lot of patriots, um, number one is you need weapons. You need a gun. Because if you're hungry... I mean, somebody else's. And if you have something to conserve as a conservative, you have to protect it. So you need guns, you need ammo, you need at least six months of food. Because what's going to become the biggest commodity if this doomsday scenario comes true, which historically it has not here in the United States, but if... Right, right. I understand. If it happens, you need to be able to protect your family, mm-hmm. your wife, your children, the people you love most. If you have an older father or mother you're taking care of and they can't defend themselves, well, you better learn how to shoot. Um, number two, like for me, the, the best question is what am I doing? Right? That's, that's what I ask every professional. Coming to do my plumbing, well, what would you do if you were me? Number one, I have guns. I have ammo. Just upgraded my alarm system literally yesterday to the top of the line alarm system. I have cameras. Cameras that I can see in the night as if it was day. So it's beautiful. <laughs> I have two huge freezers 
that are filled with about 100 pounds of meat. Ground beef, bacon, venice, uh, steak, chicken. Um, I also have a garden, which I would have to defend 24-7. It's going to be difficult. Um, I also have a bunch of rice. I mean, I have three children under the age of 14. So I don't think so. I have to be a protector. You know, yeah, it sucks raising kids in this in this day and age. Well, I have six children, but mine are all over the age of 18. You're very blessed. <laughs> uh, I also have a fire drill plan with a lot of other patriots that live around me. I'm in Connecticut, so I have some a fire drill plan. We've got about 100 acres in a place I won't disclose that if something were to happen, we all meet there and we all know who's bringing what. Who's bringing the guns? Who's bringing the AKs? Who's bringing the the food? Who's stacking up their suburban full of nothing but food and kids? Who's bringing uh, tools? Um, we have a little couple sheds that are filled with tools that we all split. So it's it's using the community route. If you think during an apocalypse, right, you can imagine zombies coming after you, right? I think that's more of an analogy. Zombies are going to be hungry Americans that are broke, and they're going to be coming at you. And if your lights are on when all the power's off because you have a generator, like I do, um, you are going to be a target. And you need to find a way to protect the people you love, feed the people you love. So there's two fire drills. One, who's close to me within 10 miles, 15 miles? They can get to my house quick. I have a big old house. Number two, it's more serious where we need more than six people with guns, right? Because maybe the government's going door to door like they did in no. Germany, right? So you need a plan for that. I mean, it sounds silly. Um, I don't talk about this too openly, but it's just important to have these plans in place with people that share the same viewpoints that are awakened. There's a lot of sleeping sheep. You know, there's a lot of people that just say, baby daddy Biden's going to make it okay, when all you are is just social security number X, Y, Z, and they don't give two shits about you. Excuse my French. So having a plan, being finding like-minded people that have the same goals, that view the world the same way as you, guns, ammo, food, number one. Yep. Number two is I put all of my money I don't leave it in the banks. That whole FDIC insurance is only two fifty, and you know I've been in the financial industry for twenty years, <laughs> so I have more than two hundred and fifty. I need to protect. Let's leave it at that. So I have all my money inside of insurance companies because historically they survived the Civil War, World War One, the Great Depression, where banks closed, and there's thousands of people out outside of the bank trying to get their money. Never happened with insurance companies, ever. Not once. And they survived World War II. So I think World War III is coming. I think they left the borders open so that when they send our military overseas to fight some BS nonsense that they say we need us, most of the talent of people that will protect Americans will be gone. So that's going to leave what? A bunch of sleeper cells. Because if you see who's coming over the border, it's not women and children. It's military age men. So all they have to do is give each one a cell phone. And when the time is right... And the government's start, doing that for us. That's what I'm saying. That was, that was the Obama phone, remember? Now we got the Biden phone. Right? <laughs> and by the way, 
President Biden is not our president. Barack Obama and Michael Obama are the two presidents right now. Okay? Yes, I said it. Michelle is not a female. There's tons <laughs> of evidence that supports that if you want to look into that. That's one of those conversations. So you have to figure out how do I protect my family? How do I protect the people I love? Who is like-minded like me? Because you don't want to be, if you're a wolf, the last thing you want to do is be around a sheep because they're going to provide no value. They're just going to take, take, take. So you have to find people that are going to give a value add to the communal that you are going to build if that were to happen. Now, do I think it's going to happen? No. But do I think my house is going to burn down? No. But do I have a fire plan for my children to get out of the house safely? Yes. So do I think I'm going to die today or tomorrow? Well, I hope not, but I have a ton of life insurance, right? So it's just having that plan in place to say, God forbid, the devil wins the battle, because you know God always wins the war, but the devil wins the battle, and I'm not here anymore, or something happens, that my family, who God made me in charge of, right? I didn't create my children. God gave us our children. So I have to protect them. You had six of them. You know what it's like when they're younger. I have an eight-year-old daughter. You know, you know. Like I would, I would kill anyone in a second if they threatened to hurt my child. So you have to protect what you love, and you have to make sure that you have food because what do you need to survive? Food, water, and shelter. That's all you need. We don't need internet. We don't need video games. We don't need Netflix. We don't need a dishwasher. You got two freaking hands, right? <laughs> we need shelter, food, and water, period. That's all you need. And you can live 50 years with those three essential things. Yep. So what do I do? I go to BJ's or Costco. You have a Costco around you. And I buy 50 of those 40 packs for like two bucks, three bucks. And I throw them in the basement. So I know I got at least six months of water. If something were to happen, I know I got at least six months of food, probably more. My friends come over to see my basement. They're like, oh, it looks like a grocery store. I literally have like aisle one, aisle two, just full. <laughs> you know, I got the gun safe. You know, I don't do any gold and silver because when, when shit hits the fan, gold and silver is not going to save you. It's not. The gold and silver, the intermediate plan. Like I, I think number one, you know, yeah, food. Then you also have alcohol and Alcohol, medicines, tobacco. And tobacco. Yeah. Any, anybody who's an addict will will take those over food anytime. Yep. Yeah, I, I drink, I smoke, I I agree completely. It's it's one of the you know things you need when things don't go correctly. Right. And so you know, and part of part of our zombie apocalypse plan in my household is the little woman takes the AR fifteen. And uh, all of the magazines to the first floor of the house, and I take the most in the gaunt to the third floor, and I'm the long range shooter. And she's if they get past me, she's got them from down below. That I mean, that's that's part of our plan. We've we've talked about that before. And if it just so happens that one or more of our children are here, then uh, they're there to you know anybody who gets past mom. It's their job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, during that time, it would be horrible. And we do live in the most peaceful time in recorded history. Yeah. 
So it is fun to imagine the Walking Dead as if you were in there, hoping you never get in there. No, no. but it is. It is if you have the extra resources. That's what I'd recommend you to do if that is a major concern of yours. Is you need something to protect yourself because people are going to be looking for free stuff. Yep. And if you're an easy target, you're dead. <laughs> it's that simple. And to, be, and to be quite honest, part part of our plan is also that like we don't want to live if it really is that bad out there. So we only have, I think it's three months of food. Okay. And um, if 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 civilization hasn't normalized after three months, then that eh, screw it. <laughs> That's how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. But our kids are all grown and we're old and, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, you've already won the game of life. You did what God <laughs> called you to do, which was raise six of his children into this world and teach them and teach them your ethics, morals, and uh, make them the best people you possibly can. Now, I must say, this might be the longest we've ever gone on the show without getting callers. And I, I don't know if they're just that interested in what we're talking about or if there's nobody out there listening tonight or, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe, maybe they don't like one of us. That would be me. <laughs> nobody likes the financial insurance guy until they need us. Right. All right, so the call-in line, 512-248-8252 or text 64MyRights, 646-974-4487. But in the meantime, it's holiday time. We're going to be buying all of those lovely things for our loved ones, all of those Christmas um, Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, Kwanzaa gifts, whatever. Romika Designs, that's R-O-M-I-K-A, designs.com, romikadesigns.com. Some of the coolest laser engraved, laser cut, laser etched, whatever. Some of the coolest stuff made with lasers that you're going to find anywhere. From my friends at RomikaDesigns.com. Use code Lighthouse when you're there, and we'll save you a little bit of money. It's uh, RomikaDesigns.com, code Lighthouse. And he really does do some cool stuff. I bought some of his things for my beautiful wife. It's a friend of mine that just went all bonkers about buying lasers, and he now does acrylic awards for different groups and all kinds of cool stuff out of lasers. I keep telling them I want a four foot by eight foot declaration of independence. Oh, no, wait, he can't do a full sheet of plywood. He can only do half. So what would it be? Uh, four by four, right? I didn't have four by four. When you say lasers, you have to put the quotes up, say lasers. Lasers. And <laughs> what? Freaking sharks with lasers on their heads. <laughs> According to Mike, the producer, it's been a relatively slow call day all uh, all afternoon. I'm sorry. On a few shows today. On a few. So the good shows, well, they still got callers. But <laughs> the rest of us. <sighs> sorry. No, it's it's probably inflation. I mean, we got inflation running at nine percent. People are are starving. It's it's really sad, you know. Right. Our economy is going. It's really sad the way, which is all by design. 
they're, they're trying to get rid of the squire, so there's only kings and peasants. And that's yeah. what they've been doing for 25, 30 years. And Obama was really good at uniting us, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Biden's really good at uniting us, right? Yeah, that was that was Biden's whole platform was the, the you know the, the great uniter in chief. Yeah, it's it's really sad. They they it comes back to the movie Ants. I don't know if you ever seen that movie, but there was yeah. a quote. It said, "If these the grasshoppers were all together, and they said if the ants realize they outnumber us ten thousand to one, we're all dead, and we have to keep them separated." And they separate us through religion. They separate us through race. Now they had a gender in there. Why not? You know, you want to be a pilo, pamro, transsexual, unicorn. Why not? Sure. You know, you you know, Sarah is a, is a cat today, so we need to bring Sarah's litter box in in the middle of seventh grade, so she can go to the bathroom in a litter box. That's normal. Well, yeah, that's completely normal. Yeah. See, my thing, my my whole shtick is that I consider myself a constitutional originalist, and I believe John Jay, one of the founding fathers, the first Chief Justice of the United of the U.S. Supreme Court, had it right when John Jay said, we got to go out and teach these people the Constitution so that they know their rights, so that they can better perceive when their rights are being taken away from them. That That's kind of, that's what my focus is. And, hey, callers, look at that, yay! Jeff in Colorado is on line one. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here, and uh, thank you to your guest. Jeff in Colorado. Heard... Going yep, once. Heard... Here. Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. there you are. I'm sorry. I've been here, and you you have too. <laughs> um, I'm 69 years old. Uh, I filed my national status a year ago, and I'm preparing my papers so that I don't need to be paying any uh, income taxes anymore. I am retired on Social Security. I have a lot of the stuff that you talked about uh, with the, the general. I'm going to just call him Ironhawk. Um, I have a lot of what you listed there. Um, so if somebody has, and my neighbors asked me this too, so it's, it's mostly his stuff. He's got some cash at home. He's got cash in the bank, and like two hundred here, and maybe two fifty there. What is he supposed to do with that? And if that were my scenario, what would I be doing at sixty-nine years? What should I be doing? What's what's the advice at sixty-nine that I should be doing with this money? You're talking about a couple hundred bucks, um, and you are thousand, thousand, thousand. Oh, a couple hundred thousand, yeah. So there's two strategies that I put you know, a couple million dollars a week of my client's money into. One is called an FIA, it's a fixed index annuity. That one you cannot lose in the market. It averaged 13% over the last 10 years, which is the lowest 10-year period ever because of COVID. And the uh, highest was like 22%. Um, or if you're looking to have long-term care, um, then you may want to look yeah. into an IUL, Index Universal Life insurance policy, which all that grows tax-free, which I know may not be beneficial if you're becoming a nationalist. I work with a lot of nationalists. Um, but that's going to make sure that there's four things that are going to happen to you, right? You're being 69. You're either going to live really long, if you're like 95, 100, which is one maybe we want, depending on your health. Uh, the other one is you're going to die early. The other one is you're going to get sick or injured. Or the other one is you going to need care. You need someone to take care of you. And what I've found, that my father's in a nursing home. It's really sad. Um, it's like jail. They're like, yeah. oh, there's a COVID outbreak. Can't get out. What you mean? I can't. I'm his power of attorney. I can't see my own father. Nope. 
can't see him. I, I, I couldn't see him for like two years. I call that jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they'll force, and, and they'll force them to have a shot, too. They did, which I, I yeah. protested. I said, I'm going to get my lawyer, and there's nothing I could. He's owned by the state now, my dad, which, which we're all owned by the, the state. So I would recommend that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, would, I would recommend looking into, as long as you're insurable, getting some sort of permanent life that has a chronic illness rider, terminal illness rider, long-term care, critical injury. Because when you get to yeah. a point you can't take care of yourself, you don't want somebody making $15 an hour that's in charge of 20 of you. They don't give a shit about you. So you want to stay home. You want to celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgivings with the people who love you, not the people that don't want to be there. When you buzz in and 40 minutes later they say, oh, you had to go to the bathroom? Yeah, I already shit the bed. Like, you don't want right. to be in that situation. So your biggest concern being 69, having resources like that, would it be to ensure the quality of your life? Because nobody else is going to do it if you will not do it. So I would definitely look at an IUL. I would take a look at maybe whole life if you're more super conservative. Something with guarantees. Someone's going to make sure you're not going to lose your money. Someone's going to make sure when you need it, it's there for you, backed by a 175, 176-year-old AAA-rated mutual insurance company. I'm what you call a broker, so I represent every carrier there is in the country. I use National Life Group and Penn Mutual. Those are the two best carriers, not even close. They beat Mass Mutual, Guardian, Northwestern. So, yes, you're taking in insurance, but you're doing it. You're doing what the multimillionaires and billionaires do, which is called Section 7702 of the IRS. So that's, that would be my recommendation. Section 772, the IRS. 7702. Roger that. So now what about cash at hand? Yeah, so I can I can take cash in hand. We can put that into, uh, you know, again, depending on if you pay taxes or not. I'm not the IRS. We can have that conversation offline. Um, you can go to my website, www.ironhawkfinancial.com. You can fill out the contact us form. I would gladly hop on a Zoom with you for free, and I'd show you exactly what I would do, why I would do it, and you see if it's suitable for you. But that would be an offline conversation. Perfect. So tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm booked from like 10, I'm Eastern like you. So I'm booked from like 10 to three, four o'clock, but maybe after 4 PM Eastern, I can hop on a zoom with you. After four Eastern. Okay. So this is a Jay Grant from Colorado. Yeah. If you go to my website, there's a contact us button. It's name, email, phone number. I'll reach out to you. Um, later tonight, my, both my boys got basketball practice at seven 30. Um, at home at 8.39, I'll shoot you a text. Say, hey, it's Joe from the show. If you want to get together, just uh, you know, let me know what time works for you. I'll meet with you. Oh, that's, that, that's very good. I do thank you, sir. And uh, so thank you, Iron Hawk. And thank you. I'm sorry, uh, the host. I forget. <laughs> Serafino. Peter. Okay, Pedro. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, Joe. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> good night. Thanks for calling. We yeah, I look forward to working with you. We got like six minutes before the break. We got one more caller waiting on hold. We got Neil in Boston on line three. Neil, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, well, my first point to my second point, somebody has to interview that guy we just listened to. He's got a wealth of information, and I would maybe a two-hour show. I don't know, but 
That was amazing. The reason I picked up the phone and called you guys was a little while ago is, you know, what do you do when, you know, shit hits the fan? And a long time ago, when I, when I first started, like, when I first woke up, was uh, I, I watched some interview on, when, when YouTube was YouTube and not YouTube, uh, it, uh, I, I, it was like, some obscure video and it was uh what do you do and um so the the expert guy was saying you know what you do buy stuff buy stuff now because because inflation's about to happen and this is like 25 years ago Mm -hmm. and so um i live in boston mass which is very very, very, very liberal, and you know, and so, uh, so we CVS and CVS has deals, and they do deals, and they have extra bucks, and so uh, I like kind of carpet bond my house with toothpaste, razors, shampoo, soap, trash bags, like stuff I'm gonna have to use at some point, and I got a, a lot of it. And so, and my, my current wife, she's my only wife, but she, she's like, what's this all about? I'm like, well, it's, it's kind of, and now she knows, like, now she gets it. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, I bought a ton of stuff, like, and, um, same with like salt, pepper, pasta, you know, Stuff that won't won't go bad, basically. So um, I, that's my that was the o- pretty much the only reason why I, I picked up the phone. Um, but um, a great show. Hey, thank you very much for your call, Neil. And you know, All if right. you think about it, money is never worth more tomorrow than it's worth today. So buying stuff when you have money just kind of makes sense. If you've got the money to buy some extra toilet paper, extra pasta, extra rice, you know, self-stable, not going to spoil items. Q-tips, as uh, Curtis over in the YouTube chat room says, yeah, it makes sense. It's not going to go bad, and it's going to be worth. It's going to cost more money tomorrow than it does today. I mean, the price might not change, but your dollar's worth less. So it really ends up costing you more tomorrow. Yeah, I mean the only the only way things are worth less tomorrow is if the government does a you know everybody return your cash, which they need it because they've lent out way too much money. The, the amount of money that we owe the three hundred trillion dollars not in circulation. No, it's it's all fake ones and zeros on the computer. No, right? It's it's a bunch of yes. It's all. <sighs> which I rather have this though. What you're not understanding is that the alternative is USD coin. Where they right, can track. Right, right. Yeah, no, I don't want that at all. Well, that's what's coming. So I am very happy that cash is here, but they're trying to destroy it because USD coin is going to be credit scores. You know, yep. it's going to be social credit. Oh, you jaywalked, or we're subtracting five hundred dollars with the USD. What? Oh. You oh. have a you have a political talk show, and you're a you're a conservative. Nope, sorry, you don't. Yep. Get we're freezing. real quick, like twenty seconds or less. Tell us, tell people how to get you to. 
Yeah, so you can uh, reach me on uh, my business cell phone. Shoot me a text message, 203-815-3673. That's 203-815-3673. You can go to www.ironhawkfinancial.com. Fill out a contact us for it. I'll gladly reach out to you. Um, you know, my goal is to help people. I'm very blessed. and <laughs> doing this a long time. I don't have to work anymore. I do it because I want to wake people up and I want to get them out of the government and into a strategy that all the millionaires and billionaires use. All right. Thank you very much, Joe. Coming back after three minutes, big announcement. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.